excited about tonight i'm so excited but first let me tell you about the truth serum the truth serum this is your platform where we bring men and women on as our guests and we give them their own little individual interview because we want to see how you know they just they process information from their own perspective and then at the end at nine o'clock what we do is we bring them together and we collectively have a discussion and the whole purpose of the show is just to bridge the gap between men and women when it comes to communication. We are here trying to heal, trying to mend, trying to recover 
relationships, in all types of relationships. We're not talking about boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. We're talking about just you being able to communicate with the people around you, whether they're male or female, or whether they identify in any other type of way. So that is what the truth sum is all about. And tonight's topic is all about showing love and healing our kings and queens. So if you have questions if you want to chime in and provide feedback, the number you want to dial is 515-602-9647. You're going to press that number one. That's going to let me know that you have a question or you have something to say and you want to be live. So once again, that number is 515-602-9647. Now, if you want to advertise on the show or on our website or within our social media, all you have to do is send an email with the subject ads to ads at simplybree.com. And that's S-I-M-P-L-E-E.com. Make sure you follow us on social media all across the platforms. He mm-hmm. said what radio is our network's account. My account is underscore simply Bree underscore and Tasha. And mine is no one you know, spelled N-O underscore the number one underscore U-N-O. All right. And download all of our past episodes by going to simplybree.com. You'll find more information about all the other shows. But let's put that to the side. Let's go ahead and bring up our queen for the night, okay? The one the only, the beautiful Miss Brittany Passion. Let's do it Hey, Brittany. Hello. How are you? Doing good, doing good. Excited to be here to speak with you all tonight. Yes. Queen Passion. Yes. I love I love her name, right? Don't you love it? Yes, that? yes. I love that. It, it's so apropos. So, Miss Brittany, what what is it? What do you love the most about being a queen? Like, what is what is it? What do you? What gives you that mm, in being a queen? What do I love most about being the queen? That's a great Mm -hmm. question, Brie. Come on, go with it, girl. (laughs) Right. Um, for me, I would have to say the fact that we have the ability to, how do I put it, take care of everybody. Like, as mm-hmm. a queen, we have the ability to make everyone feel like somebody, whether that's our family, our friends, our man, hello. Um, we have that natural ability to make everyone feel special. So, you know, they help us um, – Sorry, I'm driving in the car, but um, no, everybody helps us be able to pour into them and give back to make them feel like they are just as important as we are. We do so much. Queens do so much. We balance motherhood. We balance being wives. Mm -hmm. We balance Mm -hmm. sisters and everything, and all the while still following our own dreams and passions and getting degrees and running businesses and everything. So just the fact that we're able to balance balance that crown and make everyone else around us feel special um, and get a piece of our shine as well. I think that's the most important part. That's what I love about being a queen. 
Yeah. Very well said. Go ahead. I know. That was good. That was real good. I, I, I tip my crown to you. Because <laughs> yeah. she just summed it up. Women, especially, you know, that we help each mm-hmm. other. We help each other carry those crowns because it's heavy, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the crown. Yes, that is so true. And she she made it sound like um, doing it is so easy, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> She's like, uh-huh. oh, we wear all of these hats, and plus we tip our crown or we, we carry our crown. Uh-huh. I'm like, girl. <laughs> like, it's happy, but we, we make it, women and true queens, we make we make it look easy. Mhm. Yes. And then you, you feel motivated to do more because you see other queens doing it, like our older queens. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. <laughs> so with that being said, um, do you think that it may be challenging for uh, others of different ethnicities or cultures to understand the struggle our struggle, like, well, I, you know, and I hate to put a um, a specific ethnicity attached to this question, but our struggle uh-huh. as being black women, you know, what we face and what we continue to face and all the things we yeah. have to do, like you said, all those things you have to carry plus being black. Do you think it's, um, a, is it challenging for others to, you know, understand that struggle? I definitely, I definitely think it's challenging for other ethnicities and races to understand our struggle. I'm not going to say that they don't struggle, but I feel like the the struggle is different. And you know, we've been talking a lot about the black woman and protecting the black woman, um, mm-hmm. even down to Malcolm's quote of the most disrespected person in the um, in America is the black woman, the most unprotected person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in mm-hmm. America is the black woman. And so I feel like we deal with so much and we do it with a smile and we're so accepting of everything. We're so accepting of um, other people tearing us down, whether that's men, other women, other races, we're so accepting and forgiving, and because we have that crown, right? And that's a part of being a queen mm-hmm. is being able to forgive and being able to look past the drama or look past the negativity and keep going. And so, mm-hmm. I think other races that's something that they just do not understand. I mean, you have to, if we go all the way back, all the way back, all the way back, we right. were the ones <laughs> taking care of other ethnicities' kids. We were the right. ones teaching them and feeding them and doing their hair and just everything. Like, we've been those nurturers from jump, yeah. from jump. So and so, um, like I said, I'm not going to say no. Um, nobody else had it easier, per se, but I feel like as a black woman, I feel like we are the strongest <laughs> because we, we get it from every angle. We get it right. from everybody. Right. Good, bad, ugly. We get it from everybody. Right. Did you hear Miss oh. Queen Pasha say, as a black woman? Mm-hmm. <laughs> emphasis. Emphasis on that black. <laughs> um, you got a blackity black, okay? Look. Right. I'm down for, because of everything that's going on in the world and 
with the uh, with Breonna Taylor and with uh, Megan the Stallion situation and how it's, it's really it's really sad. It's, it's honestly right. really sad. Just everything that's going on uh, with those situations on top of everything else um, right. is is really sad. And now people are making it a what is it? A trend. It's like a trend mm-hmm. to be black. It's like, no, I've been black mm-hmm. my whole life. I woke up black today, yesterday, <laughs> when I was born. So, but everybody is like, oh, support black business and do this and let's support black women and let's support black men. But it's like, y'all, we deal with this every day. We can't just change the right. color of our skin. We can, but you, you get it? Like, we're yeah. black. This is not a trend. This is who we are. Right. So right. For some people, like, this is what's hot right now. So let's Jump on the wave of Jump on the bandwagon. Wow. That's that's very that's very true. Um and it's more. There's so much that comes with being an African American woman because sometimes we can experience um, you know, racism or prejudice from even our own. You know. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's, there's other there's other cultures and ethnicities out mm-hmm. there, you know, where mm-hmm. you know you still come from the motherland, and Correct. they're not too fond of black women. And I won't say right. all of them, but I've had my own personal encounter with one who told me mm-hmm. uh, when he uh, sexually harassed me and I uh, shot his rejection <laughs> down, and he seen my face frown up. He said, "Oh no, don't 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 be a black woman." What does that mean? But that's a whole different story. And we um, right. so don't be a black woman. They think and, that and we're all angry and bitter. Yeah. And some right. emotions want us to be angry or bitter because we're so unprotected and undervalued. Right. However, right. we're not always angry no. and bitter. And like I said, we're, we're, I feel like we're the most um, accepting of everybody doing everything. Yeah. That is so true. And, then us, every, and, and it's like, how can you say we're angry? And we're right. the ones who, who pick up the pieces. We're, we're ready to get on the front line for our black yes. We're ready to get on the front line yes. for mm-hmm. our sis Cameron over there. So, right. Yes. Hello. Exactly. As a woman. As a woman. Because, yes, you know, we're the women. So if I see my sister Karen over here and mm-hmm. she's experiencing something or she's scared or whatever, then I'm yeah. going to go help her out. I'm still calling police. Right. If, you know, well, I was. Right. I don't know. Right. <laughs> if I say you went trouble and you're a different race, right. then you're a woman. I'm still we're trying to help you. I'm still trying to help you, right? Facts. So, and that's what I that's what I hate is that. But I was gonna say that it, why you know not why, but it it angers me that it's called something else in a different culture, but for us it's called being angry. Mm-hmm. Why, I mean, why they can't be. Boss, bossy and assertive. Why we can't be bossy? Why and can't assertive? we just be offended? Everybody else, Latinas, they're spicy or they're feisty or it's you know. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah, the angry ones. Right. So why is it important um, for black men to protect the black woman and the black child? Why do you feel it's important? First of all, it's. Super, super important, not only because it shows that um, unity, but the black, okay, I don't want to get too traditional, but mm-hmm. man, man's job, one of their jobs, not just the only one, but it's to provide. 
But that's mm-hmm. to provide love. That's to provide security. That's to provide protection. Mm-hmm. So it's highly important to protect the black woman and to protect the black child as well as protect the black family because your well as black men um they should be the front line in the face but as black women if we don't feel that we have that then that's when we step up into those roles mm-hmm. um and we take on we take on the weight of the world but it is so it is so imperative like it's i feel like that's one of the things that we're lacking um in today's society aside from all the other crazy stuff that's going on um if we're missing that that protection um, from from our black men, and I know mm-hmm. a lot of times our black men feel that we tear them down. You know, they feel like we tear them down or we push them away, mm-hmm. and so that causes them to, in turn, um, you know, go elsewhere, so to speak. Right. Yeah. That's true. Or feel like they're not as worthy. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it is, man. So what what would be some ways that we could help heal one another, you know, regardless of if I knew them or not, just what advice would you give just on healing? You know what I mean? We we need to start a healing process. We do, we do. And it's it's like where do but where it's like where do we even start? Because it's a it's a mentality that we were Taught that that was bred into us from from the beginning. It's that trauma right. that we dealt with way back in slavery. You know, everything it's it, everything kind of goes hand in hand from the colorism. Um, mm-hmm. You know, versus dark skin that put us against each other. From black women being uh, raped by other races. Mm-hmm. Other men, you know, other races. Um, just it it go, it goes back to a lot, and I feel like it's a lot of history and it's a lot of trauma. Um, but first, to me, the first step to healing is the conversation, right. like we're doing now, having these hard and difficult conversations. Because as an African American people, we already know we all have that rule: what happens in my house stays in my house. Don't you talk about what's going in this house? Girl, okay. you better not. You don't want to talk. And it's like, no, we need to talk. We need to figure out what the issues are so we can right. heal from them, so we can break these generational curses, so we can break this mentality and um, of our African-American sisters and ourselves of feeling unprotected and the men feeling like um, we're always dogging them. And then the, the children seeing that like no we need to break these cycles so the first step to healing is having that conversation and being honest because mm-hmm. everybody's experience is different mm-hmm. everybody's experience is different so we need to bring all of those experiences good back uh, ugly and different bring all of those experiences to the table and let's talk about it so that we can see you know what what we can do to move forward but mm-hmm. we can't move forward unless we first have a conversation. And like I said, we've been taught and groomed to not talk about things, to not get right. help, to not, you know. So we, it's like, okay, let's have a conversation. And people are like, oh, I don't want to offend anybody. No, we need to have those real conversations. But you can have <laughs> it in a way where you still respect the other person, have an educated mm-hmm. conversation. But, yeah, healing is going to take some time. And a lot of people need to look in the mirror, too. Need to right. look in the mirror because 
mm-hmm. even with everything that's going on today in the world, we're still mm-hmm. dividing because mm-hmm. um, we may not agree with how someone is um, grieving or taking different things. Like when the riots and protests were going on, people like, oh, well, don't tear up black businesses. Oh, well, don't do this. Oh, well, yes, do this. And it was like, we never come together for anything. We don't have strategy. Everybody else has strategy. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> other races have strategies. I know I heard about um I think it was uh Asia descent, um I think they like put all this money in different pools to open mm-hmm. up like these business hair stores and different things like that and it's this time is these people to get the pool of money. And then is it, so they see and pour back into each other. And it's like, why can't we strategize ever? Right. All, all right. it does is tear us apart more because we don't like how someone is doing something or we don't like the way they're moving or we don't like what they're posting. Post the black mm-hmm. square, don't post the black square. It's just so much. And it's like, listen, y'all, <laughs> right. we exactly. need to come together. <laughs> right. We need to come to this moment. We need to go. Big old family reunion and like big old cookout and everything. Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. DJ, and everything. Because everybody else needs to be on one accord, but us. They don't like. They might not like each other, and they might not get along. But trust and believe, they gonna they put on a united front to the world. Every right. other race. But when it comes to us, exactly. like, we can't. We can't even get a protest. So mm-hmm. let let me ask. You, I say we can't get a protest together. Let me ask you this: How can we? reverse the segregation within our own race. Mm. Um, that's a that's a good question. That's a deep question. Um oh, like you even <laughs> said it at the beginning, just being right. able to support another system. Yes. Complimenting. Yes. That's reversing it. That's 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 bringing together instead of pushing apart based on your color you know, supporting businesses, you know. Yeah, I was about to say that supporting supporting black businesses and pouring back into ourselves. But, um, again, it goes back to that mentality. It's, it's all about the mindset and the mentality. People, I don't know, we have a hard time supporting each other because we've been taught this competition mindset. Mm-hmm, We've been mm-hmm. taught So it's like not only do we have to compete or feel that we have to compete against our um, counterparts of other ethnicities, but we were taught competition within each other. But it's like if we can just support one another and really mm-hmm. pour into each other, let me tell you, like, first of mm-hmm. all, the black dollar the most important anyway. Mm-hmm. And people don't mm-hmm. realize that. We made it's the, the strongest too. Okay. A chicken sandwich. Look, that's a prize. Imagine what we can do if we literally work together and, like you said, compliment the next person in their business, even if it's just something as simple as reposting or just anything. Like, it's it's so simple. Just speaking to somebody when you're in Kroger, like, hello, how are you today? You know, I hope you have a blessed day. Because we have the world on already when we go to work. When we're, you know, in traffic, when we're in the store, people are just, people are just rude, and I don't mm. know. So it's like, mm. to speak to the fellow person. Like, I don't mm. know if you're going through anything, but I just want to say I hope you have a blessed day, you know. Hope your kids have a blessed day and get home safe, whatever, just something, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel you like that's like such a positive person. You sound like such <laughs> a positive person. 
I love it. I can't. I cannot take it. I love it. Too much craziness going on in the world. It took me a while to get here because I did used to be that angry black woman, but I didn't know what I was angry angry (laughs) about. You know, I was like, why am I so angry? And I'm just like, I'm angry with the world. I'm angry with this. But once I got to a point um, of growth and maturity, I'm like, okay, look, if we deal with so much, don't be that for the next person. Mm -hmm. So during your so during your broken mature, your growth and maturity, I thought you said broken maturity. I was gonna say, wait, what's broken maturity? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> during your growth and maturity, uh, what, growth, are, yes, so, what are some ways <laughs> that you showed love? Because you've given us so many, but I, I'm quite sure it was hard for you to show that initial love during growth. You know, sometimes it's, how did you show love during that growth process? Um. During the growth, well, I've always, I've always been the person to show love, even if I'm going through my own things. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I've always been the person. Like I speak to everybody. Um, always been that person. I speak. Um, I give hugs. I well now not for Corona, but right. <laughs> <laughs> but I give I give hugs. Um, and I pour into people. Like I know. I use my platform and I use social media to really pour into people because a lot of times as black people, we're always looking for approval mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. from other people. We're always looking for approval and understanding, but we need to understand that we are enough just the way we are. Mm-hmm. We don't need anybody else to tell us that we are important. We're important. And so I've always made it my mission to make people feel important do, doing uh, various acts of service um for some people who don't know I used to be a case manager and work oh. with um, mhm I work with foster care kids so just even doing things like that and getting my friends and um family involved with that process like with my job and so I could set up different events and acts of service and community service and different things like that but just trying to literally pour back. No matter what I'm going through, I'm always going to pour back into others because there's always somebody who has a word for me. Always. Yeah, that's true. You can make somebody day. Like, and I didn't even realize it, but I used to send like text messages to people. Um, I used to send emails. I'll post people's businesses, and I'll do like shout-out Sunday, just shouting out people who mm-hmm. – Fire me, um, and then people who may not always get that validation, even though we don't need it. But you know, sometimes right. it, it sometimes it helps. Some people need it more than others. So I'm like, okay, I got you, sis. I'm gonna post you on my page. I'm gonna tell you that you are loved, that you are worthy, and you don't need to give a damn about what nobody gotta say. And just little things, just doing little things. Like, <laughs> like I always, um, you know, I'm always pushing people to grow to their greatest potential. Like. That's great. That's great. I need more people like you, girl. I swear. <laughs> I'm like, she She make me feel like I should be a better person. Yeah, she make me feel like I need to be a better person. Say, hey, grow from maturity. Look, it takes us all time to get there. And like I said, I'm I'm not perfect by any means necessary. Yeah. I'm not perfect. But what I did learn is one thing about us, even as, like, we, you all spoke on queens and just mm-hmm. being a strong queen, an American woman. It is so, so, so important that we fill up our cups first. And I talk about this mm-hmm. all the time. Our cups 
have to be filled first before we can pour it into anybody else, whether that's your fellow colleague, your man, your kids, your whoever, your coworkers. Mm-hmm. Your cup has to be full first. So mm-hmm. you cannot. I can't pour from an empty pour from an empty cup. Like no, I gotta feed into myself, do some self care, pray, mm-hmm. do whatever made me happy first. Then I can mm-hmm. give it back out, and then I gotta fill it back up. You know, that's right. it. You can't, girl, if you keep giving yourself and you're not getting poured into you, then that's when, you know, the frustration, that's when the stress, that's when everything else the kicks depression. in. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's when it all kicks in. So before we bring up our next guest, okay, <laughs> what does Brittany love most about the black man? Yeah. You say, what do I love most about the black mate? Yeah, black man. Oh, I thought you said black man. <laughs> 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 okay. I like the <laughs> No, black men. Let me tell you, yeah. black men are amazing, and they don't even understand it. They don't understand it. Black men, they are, like I said, um, black men are our protectors. They are our providers. And when you have a strong black man, a black man who is confident in himself and secure, mm-hmm. woo, let me tell you, black, like, <laughs> when you get one that's secure, no, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> let me stop, let me stop. It goes back to growth and maturity, but no. Yeah. Um, and one thing that I think that stands out most is their influence. A lot of people don't understand, but black men are very influential. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. in the world is trying to copy the black man from mm-hmm. the way they talk, the way they dress, the way they carry themselves, music, our sport, our athletes, everything. everything. They want everything that our black men have mm-hmm. because they are, like, they are, I don't know, they're just dynamic. <laughs> like, a black yeah. man can do anything. He can do anything. They are kings, and a lot of them, um, like I said, based on past trauma or what society tells them about themselves and how sometimes society does make them feel like they aren't important Mm -hmm. um, or that they are seen as a threat, just like, you know, just like with black women. I think Mm -hmm. sometimes they internalize that, but black men are dope. (laughs) They are dope. (laughs) <laughs> Let's give it a, a round of applause for the black man. Oh. And then we're going to go ahead and give a round of applause for the black women, because listen, <laughs> it takes a lot to be us. And until people walk a day in our shoes, literally, I don't feel that they will ever fully comprehend and understand everything that we go through from, like Brittany said at the beginning, you know, we're mothers, we're teachers, we're guidance counselors, we're um, life coaches, we're, I mean, you name it, we're CEOs, we're girlfriends, we're daughters. We have to do so much. Like, there's so much on our back. And sometimes all we want is just for someone to say, I see you. I see you, queen. That's it. We don't even need you to take none of this load off. Just tell us you see us. Acknowledge us. And you appreciate us just a little. 
just a titty, teeny bit, just this little. That's all. Yeah. So what we're going to do, Brittany, oh, my God, girl, I love you, girl. Listen, you stick around because DJ Jagger, I feel like he's he's going to bring the heat just as long as you did. Just You just hold on now, okay? What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we are going to have DJ Jagger on the line, and he's going to give us the 411 from the black man's perspective. So Mm. please, you guys, hang around, uh, mingle, send us messages. If you want, the the website is www.simplybree.com. The phone number is 515-602-9647. You're going to press the number one if you have something to say, questions, chime in, whatever the case may be. But hold on, stay tuned, and we'll be right back. The Purpose of Girls Who Brunch Tour, a 501c3, is to cultivate, inspire, and empower at-risk girls between the ages of 9 to 17 years old. Today, girls are very impressionable. This demographic of girls is being exposed to bullying, human trafficking, self-esteem issues, and underestimation of self-worth. Through Girls Who Brunch, we provide vital tools needed through literacy, education, life skills, and health and wellness to help girls become leaders and difference makers in their communities. For more information on how you can become an ambassador, attend one of our virtual at-home 21 city experiences or donate to the organization. Visit www.girlswhobrunchtour.com now. All right, welcome back. If you are just now joining us, welcome to the Truth Serum. I am your host, Simply Bree, and I got who? Tasha. Tasha. Tonight's topic (laughs) is all about loving and healing our kings and queens. Now, as I stated before the commercial break, if you want to join in, the phone number is 515-602-9647. You're going to press the number one if you have a question or comment and you want to come up live. So we just had Brittany Passion on, and she gave us, she just blessed us. Like, she just, she hit us hard with the chins. But we also have our king, the one and only. DJ Jagger. Let's give it up for DJ Jagger. Yeah. Yes. How y'all doing? We're good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. That's awesome. So, King Jagger. King J- Doesn't it sound good? Look at that. Yes. King Jagger. I like that. You may have to take that name, Jagger. Just King Jagger. So. I, I, Get to work in. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight is all about our kings and our queens. And, you know, I'm going to let Tasha go first. Tasha, I'm going to let you hit him with the first question because I want to sit back. I want to see what he says and, and get a feel of where he's coming from. Go ahead, Tasha. Okay. So I know it's not the first time you've ever been called a king. And so in your rightful kingdom, <laughs> we would like to know or I would like to know what do you love about being a, a king? <laughs> well, to me, um, being a king, of course, the word king brings power. 
And mm-hmm. me being a black man, I I embellish in having something I can leave an impression, you know, on different people. So to me, being a king is something that, you know, a lot of people would say they want, but they don't understand until they have mm-hmm. it. So, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Listen, he said, you want to be a king. But do you want the but roles and responsibilities of a king? Right. No. You don't want that. <laughs> That's some big shit. You don't want no smoke. <laughs> you don't want no smoke. <laughs> no. So, okay. Now, let me ask you this. Because uh-huh. being a, a black man, um, you guys have it bad. I will honestly mm-hmm. say that you guys have it bad. Um, what uh-huh. would you say? Uh, is the biggest misconception when it comes to the black man? Man, it is, to be so honest, it is so much. Like, I can't put my hand on one exact mm-hmm. thing. But yeah. I, I don't know. I The fear that people have towards mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff. A lot of people haven't even been through you know, the stuff that they're afraid of us for. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, um, it's the trauma that's passed down from, you know, generation to generation. Mm-hmm. And, man, <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 so deep. Like, I, I want to get so deep into it, but that'll take forever. Man. Well, you can give <laughs> us a little taste. Come on, give us a little taste. We, 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 I'm here hanging on onto your shirt tail. Okay. Okay. Well, to me, the biggest uh, misconception is um, I'm I'm from the inner city, so just people looking at me like I want to do something to them, you know, Mm -hmm. in a harmful way. I'm the most generous. I'm the most caring person that you will ever know. I will give Mm -hmm. my hand to a stranger because I know they're probably going to. But just the fact of people looking at you at a way, I don't know, it's, I think that really affects me. Yeah. I, it's I, almost I like it comes with, like, just being black, especially a black man, it comes right. with a, a, a fear of intimidation. Yeah. Like yeah. People, exactly. people fear you even though they don't, they don't know, know you. Because they don't know what you're capable of. Right. Mm-hmm. And, they assume, you know, they assume yeah. what you're capable yeah. of. Right. Yeah. And, and that's the bad thing because a lot of people, they live their lives based off of what they see on the news, based mm-hmm. off of what they see on social media, based off of mm-hmm. hearsay. And that's the part that will have those clutching their purses when you walk by, locking their doors. Let me tell you something. I lock my doors sometimes, and, and it's bad, right. but I lock my doors like, wait a minute, uh-uh, bro, you're too close to the car. You know? I'm in an, unsa- <laughs> I'm in an unsavory neighborhood. Hold on. <laughs> like, and ain't nobody no, not- done nothing to me. <laughs> I understand that 100%. But so, yeah, I- I get where he's coming from, um, you know, yeah. with the whole fear and, you know, thinking that he's going to do something to them 
when he just minding his business. And that's, that's, those those right. the people that get into trouble. It's the ones that's minding their business, just do 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 do. Next thing you know, you done got pulled over. You done got your hands against the wall for no reason. You've done nothing. My thing, my thing would be not just the the fear aspect of it, but I feel like black men they aren't given value and credit enough. So yeah. like, you know, like you said, you're the most generous and kindest man that a person would know. But unless mm-hmm. they actually had a conversation with you and talked to you, how would they know that? So what do you wish people of other races will understand when it comes to to being black, a black man specifically? Woo, hey, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> mouthful. Well, I, I I want you to speak. Uh-huh. Hear hear the words that I say first, because I do. I'm I'm very intimidating, like you say. I mm-hmm. give off the. The, the man, you know, the the face. But mm-hmm. at the same time, just just speak. As soon as you speak, as soon as you hear, like, the first word that comes out of my mouth, you can be like, oh, okay. Hopefully, he, you know, I can give a good energy. I, and look, I'm sorry. Like, I should say this at first, but um, this is kind of like my first interview on, you know, topics and stuff. And then, like, hearing women, you know, actually I'm not going to say give us credit, but really hearing y'all, like, say those things about us, it's, we don't hear this every day. So this is kind of oh. new to me. So I'm kind of, <laughs> kind of out of my mouth. That is yeah. amazing. Yeah, thank y'all. I mean, really, thank y'all for this. <laughs> we love our black men. Yes. yes. Listen, I tell everyone, whether it's this show, whether it's he said what, whether it's Simply sports. When we talk to our guests, it's just a mm-hmm. conversation. We're just having a conversation. We're just talking. That's it. Like mm-hmm. we just got a bunch of people that's listening to us, but we're just talking, and that's all. That's all that it is. So I appreciate yeah. even you know you giving me the opportunity to have you on this platform so yeah. that we can talk to you because at the end of the day, you being a black man. What you have to say is very important, whether you know it or not. You can just simply say something like, I'm not used to women actually expressing the fact that they care about what I have to say. That's important because what that says to women listening is that we need to be more attentive. We need to understand where the man is coming from and not just be be more mindful. Yeah. Yeah, be be more mindful. Yeah, because I think that it's like when you said it, I felt good, but I also felt like a little disheartened because I'm like, you don't, I, I guess because me and Bree are such loving people mm-hmm. and it's, and we really love our, our black men. Like seriously, no, yeah. no joke. We really do. And, and we do it so often and we're so appreciative of our black men so often that when we call you king, we mean it. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not just joking. I, I meant King Jagger. Like, I, I, mm-hmm. I, want to, I want to speak upon that, that energy onto you so that when you come away from here, you know that at least there's two definite people in the mm-hmm. world that consider you and value you as a king, not just mm-hmm. a man. Because right. a man is hard work, but a black man, that's, that's super a, hard. That's a lifetime <laughs> job right there. Right. Yeah, so, 
So we we just talking. So yes. we're your sisters. Yes. We're your sisters or your aunties. Yes. And, and we want to know about your day. <laughs> we want to know about your day. And we want you to just feel comfortable enough to educate us mm-hmm. about the things that are going on in your day. Yeah. And it could be, mm-hmm. and, and what's going on in your day and what's going on in your life is actually happening to other men, black men right. out there. And so we as women need to hear that. Maybe yeah. they'll start responding if they hear it more. Right. Yeah. You guys protect us so much. <laughs> you guys protect us so much from everything. Sometimes we don't get to see it. So right. tell us. Yeah. So speaking of protecting us, I'm going to ask you this. <laughs> Why, in your opinion, do you feel um, it's important for the black man to be able to protect women, black women and black children? Because we're all, like, sometimes in this world, we're all we have, especially mm-hmm. being black. A lot of people, mm-hmm. they, they different versions, different types of, you know, African-American people or black people in general. But us. Like, we have to hold each other together. Like, the women, y'all are our nurturers. Y'all are our protectors. I mean, y'all are the protectors of our kids, if we have them, or y'all do so much stuff. It's, I hate putting, like, women in a certain category. Y'all can do just as much as us, and that's mm-hmm. 100. But for us, like, we want to give you that protection. We want to make you feel, hey, I can do this. I know he has my back. I have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. On top of everything that's happening in this world, mm-hmm. you know, you still have your back. And that's right. it. I think that's something we really have to. Mm. That's true. That's it's, true. It's because he said, first he said that women protect, and then he said men protect, mm-hmm. but it's, it's actually women do protect as well. Like, no, mm-hmm. yeah. We man, listen, listen. <laughs> we make sure when you are going through something, we're going to talk mm-hmm. you down so that you don't go out and do mm-hmm. anything crazy and get yourself in trouble. That's what a real right. queen going to do. She's going to make a you... real queen. She going to hype you up too when you need to. She be will though, girl. <laughs> girl, like, girl, what? <laughs> She go, but she may tell you, look, you don't need that M M F and job. You can quit that damn job. Fuck them. Fuck. And then when she right. turned down, you kind of she's like, baby, you know, they really didn't have to do that to you. Just go there tomorrow and talk yeah. to you. Whatever. She <laughs> gonna play both roles. Fuck that job. You right. need that job. Mm-hmm. I got you. We good. We. And y'all gonna be hyped. That's what makes you unique. That that's what makes y'all perfect. Like, when women in general do that, but black women is something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's an aura that you guys give off, that you all give off. Mm-hmm. And trust me, it's contagious. It's contagious. Mm-hmm. Trust me, we see it. We might not. Ah, that's us. That's us too, as men. We, we don't. You know, <laughs> we don't say what we think. Sometimes we think, and we think we say it. I, look, I, I'm I'm a proponent of that. I apologize to us, man. You know, we do see it. We appreciate you. We appreciate you, King. We, we, right. 
Sure. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that because you don't. We 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 don't hear it often. We just like to hear it. So. <laughs> <laughs> we like it. Right. What are what are some ways that um, we or men may be able to restore faith in one another? Because it seems like we've lost some faith. Because that's what it sounds like when you say, you know, you don't get to hear that often. Sometimes you feel like you lost lost faith in us. <sighs> Man, um, first is the communication. Mm-hmm. We don't. Talk, a lot of people don't talk to each other. We don't communicate. We don't tell each other how we feel. Social media gives us a gateway to just see all types of different avenues, fixtures, and just fair uh, fantasies, just say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for us, you know, to keep to keep our faith in each other, we have to learn each other. We have to talk. I'm telling you, just talking, communication can go a long way mm-hmm. in any society, especially being black. We all we have yeah. sometimes, so we have to. Mm. That's true. That's so, true. this would be easy. This should be like the easiest question <laughs> for you to answer right here. What do you love the most about black women? Yes. Ooh, where do I start? <laughs> Man, okay. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> to me, our skin is is one in a million. The skin of a black woman is the most amazing thing. It's it's more precious than diamonds to me. It's to me. I'm all about energy. I'm all about an aura a person has, and me just being with a black woman, being around a black woman, hearing a black woman gives me a certain energy. It gives me a natural high. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I grew up um, with both of my parents, but primarily with my mom. So mm-hmm. I seen how hard my mom worked. I seen everything she's done for me everything she's done for people that she don't know. Mm-hmm. And her doing that made me realize, I'm like, look, I'm strong, mm-hmm. but this woman can be as strong as me in many different ways. Right. So, women, ooh, that's, like I said, the uh, aura, the mm-hmm. smell, the the touch, the feel, everything that you all do. Mm-hmm. It's the best thing. <laughs> I cannot do one. Thing. I cannot. Mm. When Tasha, he said he that, made all me the think nails of, on the head, girl. Right? Look, look. When he said that, made me think about that. Um, com- some comedy show I I heard where he said Michelle Michelle Obama reminds him of um Moses hair grease and, and cocoa butter. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Yeah, he honestly like, got to love it. The, yeah, he said the smell, the skin. Like, I, you gave me goosebumps. I'm like, yes. oh, okay. <laughs> because it's a little like, thing. There's, oh, there's no no fears, no lies about it. That's just, it is what it is. Y'all are queens. Like, y'all are queens for a reason. Right. Y'all have queen eyes. Thank you so much. Right. We appreciate you, sir. Yeah, we do. 
to throw that under like they're, they're really trying to hide it from the the history books but that is something if you don't know how it is or what it means to be owned by somebody you really can't understand okay. what we do. so that right there I, I understand people say hey you didn't have to go through it Hey, if my family had to go through it, my ancestors, trust me, that's my blood. I've been through it. We still go through it now. It might not be with whips and chains. It can be way, it's it's, it's a lot of advantages people have. Right. So with us being black, it's trauma. It, it is generations of trauma. And they just have to understand it takes time. Right. So talk to us. Really mean what you say. Mm-hmm. If you say you want to help us, we have allies. Trust me, I know them. I, I'm from Tennessee, so mm-hmm. I see both sides. So they really have to understand, hey, it's deeper than just words. It's actually in us. Right. So, yeah. People that have to, so we just have to. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, no, you're good. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no I was just saying, we just had to have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. It's, everybody keeps going back to this conversation, which I don't know why it's so difficult to have. Like me and Bree, we have conversation all the time, right? <laughs> you know what though? In in thinking about it, I think if I had to assume anything, I think that different ethnicities find it challenging when it comes to understanding us as blacks or African Americans is because they want to know but they're not sure how to act and they don't want to come off and be and, and offend us in any type of way by ignorance, by not knowing. So it's one of those, well, I don't want to say something or, or present it the wrong way, like, hey, can I touch your hair? You know, they see how we react when they ask if they can touch our hair. Like, that's just a yeah. no-go. Or, like you know, that your hair. real hair. It, it's the way, it's the presentation of their words that I feel they're more so afraid of and the reaction that we will have as a result mm-hmm. of it. So I think that that could be why we can say it's easy to communicate because you and I, we know each other. And then if even if we didn't know each other, we still have that relation by being able to share our history together but that's like you wanting to um ask someone of a hispanic or that's that's not not hispanic but a latino latina background something about Mm -hmm. their culture you want to make sure that you act the right way and you don't come off offensively so that's that's what i can only assume though yeah that's that's actually (laughs) that's all the way that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good assumption. <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> you. I didn't make an ass out of myself. Right, <laughs> right. 
So, what, or I won't even say what, um, let me ask you this. Um, okay. How do you feel we may be able to restore faith in our future for one another? So, for black women and black men, how, do, how, how can we restore faith in one another? Continue to be yourself. Mm. No matter what, no matter what people say, no matter what people do, it's always gonna be good and evil. Yeah. So, for us, the people that really want to change this world, the people that really want to see, you know, great shape, we mm. just have to continue to do what we do. It's gonna be people that's gonna try to knock us off track, try to drown us out, mm-hmm. but we always prevail. No matter what, right. uh, we just have to continue yeah. to be our great selves, educate our young ones, and the people. Some people are just lost causes, but right. one day, hopefully, yeah, one day they hope, hopefully, they understand. And man, <laughs> these are like multi-layer questions, but I mean multi-layer answers. But, mm-hmm. but, right. Well, I I wanted yeah. to say that what I think a lot of men need to do, not so much mm-hmm. say, but do is have a stronger influence on our younger men. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't see a lot of that. And they're 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 young princes, soon to be kings, and you guys are so magnanimous now. So the influence that you have on them, like why why not grab a young man and, and, and guide him or tell him some things where he could do better? What would you tell a young a young king right now that he could do better? Okay. I'm, I'm going to use my son. I have an eight-year-old son, and okay. he's my world. I, I see he looks up to everything. When I say everything, he looks up to everything I do. So for me, like no matter what's going on in this world, I sit him down and I tell him about the world, but I also mm-hmm. just show him just the greatness. I, I show him, hey, um, let me see, this tree this tree here is growing for a reason. It's making oxygen. It's giving us, you know, ways to breathe, to fill his head, you know, with the with the social media, you know, just the crime, just different stuff. I do share mm-hmm. that that's on me. But I'm gradually, that's me as his dad. I'm trying to gradually bring him into, you know, the real world. So what I'll say to our young, mm-hmm. young prince, mm-hmm. I can't say, mm-hmm. uh, just continue, just grow, just continue to grow. And us, we have to put the faith in us, men, women. We have to, you know, keep them on a guiding line. We have to keep mm-hmm. them straight. There's nothing I can really just say to them. I'm more okay. of a doer. I don't talk. I do. Right. Okay. So I lead by example. Yeah, that's a good thing, though. Not a lot of good examples. I was going to say, but it's not a lot of good examples out there sometimes. 
for these young men to see. If you're leading by example, then be the be the light that you need to be. You know what what the interesting thing is, um, mm-hmm. and I, I said this to someone before about giving praise for the little stuff that they should just be doing anyways. But right. in all honesty, just a man being around is at this point mm-hmm. an accomplishment. Because you have some men, whether it's their child or not, that are not in the picture and choose not to be in the picture, you know. And then when you look at it, that man could have been incarcerated, but he's here. Mm -hmm. That man could have been six feet under, but he's here. So that says a lot about the decisions that he made, you know. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of, of ways to look at the black man and his influence over children. Um, I, I wish that men um, would recognize the power that they have. And like you said, the influence mm-hmm. over these kids, because right. when you have a household that lacks a father figure in it, boys especially tend to look up to a male figure anywhere they can get that attention. So mm-hmm. as a man, you need to be able to conduct yourself in a positive way because you don't know who's looking up to you. You, DJ Jagger, can be an influence to uh, several young men right now and don't even know it because they're just observing you. You know, they're just watching everything that you're doing and they're mimicking it. So at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you are showcasing the best you that you can be. Right. Not only that, so I want to say thank you for being, for it, for just being out there teaching your son what you know and what you think is best and being a great example to your son because what's happening is all that you're teaching when he goes out, the first thing out his mouth is, no, my daddy said, no, my mm-hmm. daddy said, my daddy <laughs> told me this, my daddy, my daddy, my daddy, and then mm-hmm. somebody who may not have that is like, well, it sounds like your daddy is a great thing. So maybe I should do it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see right. that, that indirect influence. So keep on doing it. That's the mm-hmm. awesome thing. Yeah. See, and that's what I like about you. That that's what I love about you all. Mm-hmm. You make sure we stay on track because our mind as a black man, especially in America right now, our mind cannot sit for one minute. It's like we're always mm-hmm. looking around our shoulders and just mm-hmm. just going. And hearing that like yes, I I coach my son, and as I, when I think about it now, it is a lot of it, there are little kids that keep coming to me. You know, just you know, we have a, a rapport because I'm always around and stuff like mm-hmm. this, so I can see that. Like I, I mm-hmm. I'm focused. It's sad. I'm not gonna say it's sad. I'm just so focused on my son, not knowing that I can be an actual figure for other people, and that's why I say I thank mm-hmm. you all for saying opening my eyes more, hey, give this kid a fist bump or, you know, whatever. Well, we can't do all that right now due to the stuff. So, <laughs> you can see the no, fist bump, okay? No, fist bumps are okay. Yeah, you just hand side to side later. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just acknowledging, being being more open. I always wanted to be a coach, and I've I've kept it back. But hearing you all say that is giving me confidence. Hey, be myself. Somebody's mm-hmm. always watching. Yeah. We need to hear that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes, you are so welcome. So 
with that, what we are going to do is we're going to get ready for our group discussion where we'll bring Brittany back on and we'll continue this conversation. So we will have a quick commercial. Um, if you guys are listening, if you've called in and you're listening and you have something to say, you can go ahead and press the number one. And that will let me know that you have a question or a comment. Um, if you guys are wondering, well, how can I call in? The phone number is 515-602-9647, and you are going to press the number one. Uh, definitely check out www.simplybree.com where you'll be able to chat with us online if you choose to and also listen to all of the past shows and episodes. So we are going to take a quick break. This is The Truth Serum, and we will be right back. This is an Ananaka production. Coming soon. Cheating. Creeping. Getting caught. The liar's dead. Cheating. A Rude Awakening Written by Reese How will you handle the truth? Pre-order your copies at jampublishing.net Alright, welcome back. You guys have tuned into The Truth Serum with myself, Simply Bree, and who... And tonight's topic (laughs) is loving and healing our kings and queens. Um, We have our two guests back. We have Miss Brittany Passion and we have DJ Jagger. So welcome you two back to the show. All right. And before we get started, we actually do have um, a caller. So let's go ahead and bring him up and see. Um, hey, you are listening live to the Truth Serum. Do you have a question or a comment? Hello. Oh, hello. Oh, there you go. Okay. Hello. Yeah, we we can hear you. Oh, <laughs> my bad. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, I just wanted to call and tap in. I I literally like called in and uh right when you were speaking on about the you know i just love this topic and one thing that is on my mind is i just feel like uh you know we just got to start taking responsibility you know and just taking action of our own people like when we seeing man us as men seeing me and that man we should be able to man just be able to say hey what's going on how you doing you know we should be able to pull over and help somebody with a tire or telling young man man you pull your pants up because you know we growing up, and, they, you know, these guys, they may not have a father figure. They may not have a brother. They may not have, you know, whatever the case may be. And sometimes it's that one little moment, you know, to just, you know, share some wisdom or just, you know, just say something to, you know, men be having a hard day, women have a hard day, you know, but a lot of times, man, you can't hardly speak to one another. You can't say, hey, or how you doing, or, you know, what's going on, you know, guys mean mugging each other and stuff. We just got to start, you know, changing the conversation, changing how we approach you know the little things, and then start building, building over to the, to the, to the bigger side of things. You know. Mm, I like that. Yes. I do you too. Better, Thank let you. Me, let me listen. Give you a round of applause. 
turn on a page. You better say that. Yes. What's your name and where are you calling from? Oh, I'm I'm in Memphis right now. This is Jay Richie. <laughs> All right, Jay Richie. Well, I appreciate Jay, you calling in and you dropping that wisdom. Um, always, you. you know, just continue to keep your head up, man, and continue to inspire everyone around you. Most definitely, most definitely. Y'all keep doing what you're doing. I love your show. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, Tasha, do you, Tasha usually, okay, so Brittany and, and DJ Jagger, Tasha usually has a game for us that she likes to play during the second segment. Tasha, do you have a game <laughs> for us tonight? Well, actually, what I would like to do is I would like to keep the positivity going. Some of the questions that we've been asking our guests have been about healing and keeping the faith and being appreciative. Mm-hmm. So what I would like to do is start with Queen Passion and ask her to give some black man, could be any black man that comes to mind, um, a word of appreciation, thank you, and motivation. It could be one. It could be a statement, whatever you feel, but just something for them to carry away from this episode. Mm-hmm. No, my phone was on mute and I was speaking and oh. I was <laughs> Um, she had muted herself. Bless you. Right. I love you though. <laughs> I was listening. I was listening. Okay, so you said words of encouragement for a black man. Any yeah. black man. Any mm. black man. Black men. Black men, you are amazing. You are strong. You are everything that we need, not just us as women, not as us as black women. You are everything that the world needs. Your strength is empower, empower, I can't even say it, empowering, <laughs> and we need it every day. We want to feel loved. We want to feel protected. We want to feel security. We need you. We, black men, we need you. Mm-hmm. I know it's hard out yeah. here. I know um People may fear you, people may doubt you, people may shun, shut you out, um, shun you. However, I just want to say personally, we need you. You all are fearless, you all are kings, you all are leaders, and I don't know what we would do without you. So no hmm. matter what anybody else in the world says to y'all, how they treat y'all, how they fear y'all or make y'all look in the media, Y'all are God's masterpiece, and we love you. I'm just saying, girl. I'm just saying. All right, so, King, magical. Same question, but to any black woman, give her motivation, words of appreciation, encouragement, anything, just something that she can walk away from this show feeling uplift, uplifted by a black man. Okay. Well, to my women, 
or to my black coins. Really, really, just continue. Continue to be our backbone. Continue to keep us in line. We see, like I said earlier, we see everything. We see the new dress that you bought. We see your eyelashes on fleek. We see everything. Mm. I say it, but I'm speaking for us. Trust me, we we see we see the eyebrows. We we see them y'all on. We even see the paint on your uh on your toenails. Just continue <laughs> continue to keep us in line when we need it, because we do need to be put in check. And there's no <laughs> the strongest person on this planet is a black woman. I can tell you that now, because they handle us as black men and they handle society. And there's nothing better than you are. And trust me, we will protect you. If it's not the person that's in front of you, trust me, the person to your right, we will protect you. We're going to change this narrative, and we're going we're gonna to be kings and queens for real and not just a hashtag. See, mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to make that true, man. You just don't know. Girl, he said we see your eyelashes. Oh, girl, I know that hit a special part for you, didn't it, girl? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> okay, I'm I'm together okay, now. Okay, so you ready, Bree? Oh, I you can have do it you too. have a young prince. Yes, Uh-oh. you have a young prince over there, so you can do well, it. This. Either the uh, a princess or a prince. Oh, she got to do it. She got to say it to him. Oh, yeah. I want you to stand right here. Okay. I love you. I love everything about you. I love your nose. I love your eyes. I love your little smirk that you're doing right now. I Don't cry. Please don't cry because I just got these lashes on my eyes and I cannot afford to put them to come off. I love everything about you. You are strong. You are handsome. You are smart. You are You, you are magnificent. You are perfect in my eyes. You're everything that I need, and I am so proud of you. I don't ever want you to think that I, I, I don't see what you do because I do. You are a role model to me. You are the reason why I go so hard. I want to be perfect because of you. I want to be your perfect role model because you are my perfect role model. I love you. There's nothing that I would change about you other than you telling me I can't dance when I know I can dance now. <laughs> but there's nothing that I would change about you. And I don't ever want you to feel like you're never enough because you're more than enough. And I'm blessed to have you in my life. Today, tomorrow, forever. Come give me hugs. That's all I got. Oh my gosh! I don't even have kids. Oh, I feel like I want to cry for Moses. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Why are you going to do that to me? I can't even get myself together right now. What is going on? Oh my god! <laughs> I got people texting me like crying emojis. Everybody's crying oh, over here. <laughs> that was so special. Oh my gosh! <sighs> okay. All right, let me pull it together because I got to yeah, do my get part. Get it together, Tasha, because <laughs> it's your turn next. Come on. <laughs> oh, Lord, I can't get these tears. 
stop rolling out my phone. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Whew. All right. So I'll have to do both because I don't have children. <laughs> okay. So to my queen, to my queen, I appreciate you guys for being supportive. Um, for low key putting you in, putting us in check when we need to be in check. Mm-hmm. But turning right around and having our back because nobody else will have our back like we have our back. Mm-hmm. I thank you guys for standing up when someone unjustly does something to us. Um, I, I thank you for being the first to compliment us on our fashion trends or our style and mm-hmm. the first to just reach out a helping hand and pull somebody up. It may not be all of you guys, but if that sounds good, then want, then I want the ones who aren't doing it to, to get on the bandwagon. But the ones that are doing it, I, I appreciate you. I see you. I love you. You motivate me, and I thank you. And that's going to Bree and Queen Passion and all the other queens out there. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So to my, to my brother, to my king. I used to do this on a regular basis, and I think after today I'm going to keep, I'm going to um, start back. I used mm-hmm. to send out something every week, like Monday, to motivate my kings for the week. And so this was a little while ago, but it still applies. So King Jagger and all the other kings, my dear brothers, today feel every emotion that you've been forced to keep inside. Experience it. Name it. Storage and recall it for the future reference. Let your emotions set you free so your thoughts and words can unite and catch flight, carrying you to heights unknown, but only to the gods of which you've been carved from. Let your smile be a symbol that, you, that you've conquered this moment, and if you, by chance, have to fall, release yourself into the arms of all those that will catch you without judgment. I believe in you. I love you, and I appreciate you. Mm. Yes, come through with the come through. Mm. Listen, you ain't going to get on another show and experience this right here. I'm just saying, like, this right here, this is raw and rugged stuff. Yes. Man, that is, oh, my God. Bree, you can't do that no more, okay? You, I mean, <laughs> you can't you can't pull them over in this and do that because I'm like over here like, oh my god! <laughs> I mean, hey, if I'm gonna do it, I might as well just do it live, right? Like, right? That was <sighs> organic. That was so organic. Like, I felt that. Tell Moses I'm gonna have to give him some because I felt that. Oh, that funny love. love. He's thirteen going on fourteen. Oh. He's thirteen going on forty five. Quit playing. Hello, say it again. Okay, so our last our last question before we wrap things up tonight. Each of you will start with Brittany and then we'll continue with DJ Jagger and then Tasha and then myself. My question to each of you is what is something that you pledge to do 
to uplift your fellow kings and queens. We'll start with Brittany. Okay. Something that I pledge to do to uplift my fellow kings and queens. Dang, why you got to start with me? No, I'm just playing. Ladies first. to do is um, what pretty much I've been doing and I'll continue to do is um, randomly sometimes out throughout the month. So I usually pick like three different days out the month where I'll randomly select people or randomly um, write, send people like a DM. Um, I may not know them. I might just type in a few letters, like three, first three letters of a name, and then I'll put the top person that'll come up for those letters, and then I'll send them a message, and then I'll let them know, hey, I know you don't know me. And I just send them words of encouragement, um, positive affirmations, and just use that time supporting them. So I'll continue. I guess my pledge is to continue to do that, Um, as well as making – a conscious and intentional effort to redirect any conversations that are um, tearing our queens or kings down. Um, And I know everyone is entitled to their own opinions, which is fine. Um, But if it is tearing them down deliberately, just not speaking on, you know, how something made you feel, but deliberately tearing down our black queens or our black kings, then I would intentionally change the conversation and kind of give a new perspective for people to think about. Um, because I think, like the caller said, we do have to take responsibility and accountability. However, it starts with us, and it starts with that, again, with that conversation and, you know, those compliments, just that positivity um, and pouring into somebody. So, yep, mm. that'll be my pleasure. Very dope. Okay. <laughs> I'm laughing over there, King Dragon. Look, <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, 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 I was, I was actually applauding. Was, nice. All right, King like Dragon. This way, y'all see how that call fire? I, I call him King. You call him King now. And that's what it is now. I told you, what? King Dragon. It's King, it's King Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, go I ahead. I'm sorry. I change, right. <laughs> Trust me, if I change, you'll be the first to know. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm actually I might use it for real, but like mm. how you're saying, I, I want to be able to go up to a, another. I want to go up to a black man and tell him straight up, uh, like when I'm grieving, I want to be able to be how you doing, Kane? Uh, he being a great role model, mm-hmm. like something simple like that. Hopefully that can rub off, and I don't know it's. The world needs a lot changed, but mm-hmm. I can take integral steps to get there. So just being able to be a great role model, just interacting with people, just letting everybody know, hey, we're not all we're not all bad. Mm-hmm. Just keep it, yeah. So I keep mine short and simple. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, that's okay. That's all right. Yeah. Well, um. I, I like I said, I'm going to it is my turn, right, Bree? I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, like I said, I'm going to continue with my mo- Monday motivation for my team. And I'm I'm the mushy person, so 
I really don't think there's anything extra. I, sometimes I don't feel appreciated for the stuff that I do, but um, I do stuff like randomly send my family cards to let them know that I'm thinking about them or, you know, I, I tell them just on the spur when it hits me, like, you know, I appreciate you. And I start listing all the stuff that I think that they don't think anybody's paying attention to that we are and may be too afraid to say. Um, and I'm just one of those types of people. I feel like the stuff that I put out comes back to me. So if I'm really nice and motivational, inspirational to other people, then they'll do the same for me. Mm, okay. And before I go, um, we actually have a caller, so I'm going to bring him up really quickly. Caller, you are live under the truth sound. Do you have a question or a comment? What up, though? This is D-Rod. What up, though? Great interview. <laughs> Great interview. Thank you. Brittany, no, I want to help you back as far as uh, what we need to do for our young young kings and young queens is continue to, you know, play a positive role and hustle and motivate right in front of them and show them that, you know what I mean, you ain't got to be, you know, you ain't got to be stuck in the streets or, you know, you ain't got to be doing this, you can be doing this. And, you know, we need to find out more of, um, hear more of our little kings and queens' voices to see what they mm-hmm. want to do and help them, help them to find their passion. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the key thing. Once you get a, a young uh, prince or a young queen to find their passion, and then that's something that they'll focus on. They see by on the platform how we doing things. We're following our passion. We continue to do what we do. So we need more, you know, leaders like that to be able to, you know, have that voice for them, let, let, talk to them, you know, ask them, you know, we need to have, like, even segments where we have the younger the youth call in and stuff like that, and we, you know, talk to them and, and, and find help them find their passion. Right. You feel me? Sometimes it's tough. Sometimes yeah. you don't find. I didn't find my passion to. So I got twenty. Well, I would say twenty eight, twenty nine years old. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you know, like, like, and I was, you know, I'm blessed to be alive. I should be dead a million times, but I'm here. Mm-hmm. And so if, if you have more fathers, to, you know, to be there and, and and help these young kings and queens actually find their passion. And then, you know, that's how you continue to grow and raise kings and queens. Right. You got to breathe them. You know, just time you have to teach them. That's true. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Go ahead. I ain't going to take over your show. I just wanted to come in and say <laughs> I was enjoying the interview and, you know. Thank you for coming in. Yeah. No problem. No problem. Thank you. All right. So, before we um, wrap everything up, really quickly, um, DJ Jagger, go ahead and let everyone know how can they reach out to you? How can they follow you online? Well, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, only one Jagger. Uh, just put it all all together. Uh, that's me basically on anything. You just find. <laughs> and Brittany. Yes, hey y'all, it's your girl Brittany Passion, low cost, all uh, action, and y'all can follow me on Instagram at Brittany, that's B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y underscore passion. Let your purpose drive your purpose. Yes. All right, well, I, I thank both of you for being our guests this evening, and we love having you guys on. Tasha, yes. 
what an amazing show, honey. What an amazing yes, show. Yes, yes. Oh, I love it. So, I, I mean, don't think I ever cried on any show before because now, you know, how can we top that? Like, you brought me tears. You brought me to tears. <laughs> Girl, listen, it was not planned. It was your question, so uh, I'm just following instructions. So, no. you guys, definitely, I appreciate you all tuning in this evening. Please make sure you go to simplybreed.com and download this episode. Download the past episodes. We have other shows as well. So it's going to give you the whole layout. Subscribe so that you get notifications of any upcoming shows and events. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. It's underscore simply Bree underscore and Tasha. And I am no one you know. Spelled N-O underscore the number one underscore U-N-O. All right. Now, next week, same time, same place. The topic is going to be pushing through stagnant behavior with our guests, Damaris Harvey and Simon Stone. As I said, you guys, this this is all about bridging the communication between men and women. So please make sure that you call in, you ask questions, you give us feedback on what you think. If there's a topic that we have not touched on, we can definitely tap on it if you let us know. So send an email to info at simplybree.com. Other than that, you know, I love you guys. You have a good night. Goodbye. Goodbye. Good night.